Greetings and welcome to the Men of Sorrows Finding Joy podcast. I am William Lloyd, a man of sorrow, finding joy in the midst of grief, mourning, suffering. And the last podcast that I did was uh, May 2nd, and today is May 22nd. So in between that time, I came across our fourth anniversary for our family of losing Liam. So it was four years ago, May 9th, 2019 it was, that Liam took his life. And you've heard about that on previous podcasts. And this four-year anniversary, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I, I noticed that the next day, June 5th, was, I don't know, I was feeling it in, in my body, mostly in my body. Um, my wife and my daughter Grace, we got together and we, you know, had dinner together and talked about it, how each person felt. And it was a nice time. The other things that passed were that whole week that went by before we had Liam's memorial service. And so that, those days brought back some memories. And I guess I kind of felt it in my body all week. And and the reason why I'm telling you this is because although it's been four years, the sorrow was still there. Yet the joy is there as well. And there's many different aspects of joy. We as Christians, as a believer in Jesus Christ, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, I believe that joy is a fruit of the Spirit, that it's something that wells up from within inside and it's supernatural. But I believe it's connected to eternity somehow, that the sadness and joy that I have running side by side is connected to eternity. And one of the things I want to feature on this podcast is the question of evil and suffering. If God is a benevolent, loving God and all-powerful, why do such horrible things happen in life? How could that happen? And there's there's a lot of explanations that fall short. And I think one of the best is from Richard Rohr's book, Breathing Underwater. In the, in the final chapter of Breathing Underwater, he talks about the problem of evil and suffering, and he believes that God suffers with us, that all creation, and including God, that he suffers with us. We know that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, suffered. And that he, it says that he bore our sufferings. And I don't know if that was just in the garden and on the cross or that he's bearing our sufferings right now. But I think that God suffers along with us. And I think that God, in the end, if you look at the end of what he's going to do for all eternity, I think that alleviates our suffering. So 
that was a big part of my thought process during the four-year anniversary of Liam's death. And there's other podcasts that talk about guilt, woulda, shoulda, coulda, all the things that I went through during that time. But the thing that I reflected on most this time around was the hope that I have, the, the eternal hope. And that the sadness will always be there, but the joy is there as well. And somehow, some way, it's hard to explain, I feel more connected to eternity. There were things that happened during that week that I remember that somehow I felt like I, I heard echoes of eternity. That's the best way I could describe it. I remember it was something this simple. I, I had, my room was close to the, the parking lot and I had a window and on my break, I would, I would go outside. For some reason, I'd have to get outside. And I remember one morning, I walked out, and everything was still and quiet. And out of nowhere, it seemed, two sandhill cranes came flying over my head. And sandhill cranes are these beautiful birds that um, are around here in Florida. Sometimes you'll see them in your, in your yard. Sometimes at South Fork, they come right up to the sidewalk. They're looking for food. I don't know really what they're doing. But they're beautiful birds. But I remember that morning, just with the sky and the way the birds came about, I felt, I felt like there was something. I, I, the only way I can explain it is that something. I had this flash of eternity. And I can't explain it. I don't think the birds came out of eternity, like the eternal realm, the spiritual realm. I, I can't explain it, but I know that right at that moment, I felt connected to eternity. There are times I feel God's presence, I sense God's presence in this world, but somehow this is a little different. I feel like I somehow had this quick interaction with the eternal realm. And that's the best way I can explain it. And a couple things like that happened. And I was reflecting on those things during this anniversary. Each anniversary has been a little different. The first anniversary, I was just glad that I made it a year and I was breathing. But I was still pretty, pretty broken and wounded. And my family was. My family was broken and wounded. So I wanted to read from the Bible, Revelation 21 gives these fantastic promises. And I really believe the gospel is Jesus Christ. I believe the gospel is God. And nowhere in the scriptures does it tell us that we are exempt from suffering. God never made this deal with us that if we behave and we're good people, that nothing bad will ever happen. I don't know how we fall into that trap. I guess it's just natural conditioning that that's the way God would interact with us. But it is obvious that God allows a lot of things to go down, a lot of bad things to happen. And I remember dealing with my own issues in my family. I was very controlling. 
wanting to control my kids, wanting to keep them safe, thinking it was my job, thinking that I was God, and having that come to blows where it would cause problems in the family. And my wife, Carrie Ann, would confront me about it. And I'd get mad and I'd go on walks and I'd try to sort things out with God. And I remember hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me and ask me, do I, do you trust me with your daughters, with your, with your daughter, with your child? And I remember saying, no, I don't. I don't. How could I? Look what you let happen in this world. Look at what you let go on. <laughs> Look, and that's, that was my complaint with God. He never really answered it. But I have to say that it was a long process of coming to a place of trust where I have to trust God. And we don't ever do it 100%. But I, I could say now, after Liam's death, that pain and suffering, there was some type of beauty in God's comfort and God sitting with me in the, in the suffering and God suffering with me and God, God's spirit within me groaning and groaning and groaning. It says that when we're in pain and suffering that the spirit groans within us. The Holy Spirit will groan within us with words that cannot be uttered, cannot be expressed. And that was something else I reflected on this time around was that there was a lot of beauty there. I didn't see it then. I was in so much pain. But God is good and true and beautiful in every sense of the word. And we are, as a human race, good and true and beautiful in every sense of the word. We just don't know it. We just don't see it. We just don't see ourselves through God's eyes, through that eternal lens. So when we think of the big picture, the little picture says I've behaved myself and I, and I, I shouldn't suffer. I shouldn't have to go through anything bad. The big picture is that God in eternity will fix everything, that everything is fixed. It's the best way I can explain it. But at the end of all things, at the end of the ages, at the, at the end of this earth as we know it, this life as we know it, the book of Revelation says in chapter 21, Okay, John has a vision of what is going on in the end. And he saw, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. I also saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will exist no longer. Grief, crying, and pain will exist no longer because the previous things have passed away. 
Then the one seated on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. He's making everything new. But I love that he said that there'll be no more grief, no more crying. Pain will exist no longer. Okay, and grief and, 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 and death is swallowed up in victory and grief and crying and pain will be no longer. And that's the good news of the gospel. That's the beautiful, beautiful news that, hey, now what's really neat about this is that, and, and there's different theories of how God accomplishes all this, but there's the, the, the new heaven and the new earth that all things are going to be made new. That this earth, Randy Elkhorn in his book Heaven talks a lot about it. That's a very academic read on it all, and you can check it out. But he believes that this current earth will be resurrected. And I don't know, like, I don't really, like, how is it going to be resurrected to what time frame? <laughs> like, right now, like, he asked about, like, what city would you like to live in the resurrected city of? And right away I thought of Boston, because I really loved Boston. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But in this passage, it talks about the, the holy city, Jerusalem, which many people believe that's where our loved ones are now. And there's somewhere in the time frame, in the timeline of history in the future, supposedly this age, the way this earth operates now, will end. And God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. And heaven, it seems, comes down and either interacts or is part of earth now, or earth is part of the new creation. Earth is part of the kingdom of God. I don't really know. I mean, there's, there's universes upon universes out there. Who knows what God is doing and what we will do for eternity. But what we have here is a restoration. God is saying that he is going to restore everything. Everything's going to be restored. And there's passages in there in Revelation of fire and judgment and the lake of fire. And then there, but even after that, even after all that goes on, the gates of the New Jerusalem, which I believe is the New Jerusalem, that part of heaven and earth coming together, the, the, the gates are not shut. And in that, it's kind of very interesting in that, that who's coming through the gates? The kings, the nations and the kings will bring their glory through the gates. And there's people already in there. Jesus already wiped away their tears and loved them, and right? So you have these people coming through the gates. Now, all through the book of Revelation, the kings, the nations, they were the bad guys that were opposing God and opposing you know, Jesus' people. And here they come through the gates. Um, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that personally, and I do not believe in hell as an everlasting, non-ending place of torment. I, I just, I, the, the scriptures do not support that. I know that if you believe that in your mind right now, if you're a Bible scholar, you have, oh, I know a Bible reader. You'll say, well, this scripture, that scripture, I, it doesn't say that. Nowhere does it teach that God will make people suffer and people spend 
eternity, eternity never ending, never, 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 ever ending eternity in hell. I don't see how you could believe in a creator that would do that and, and be at peace and, and, and have total peace and really trust God. See, God showed me, I believe he showed me that this, this wasn't true and he wants it to stop. <laughs> and um, now, is, is there consequences in turning away from God and living a selfish, self-centered life and doing evil? Yeah, there's, there's tremendous consequences. Will there be judgment on that in, in the afterlife? I believe there will be judgment on that, but I do not. And I do not see that there will be suffering, un, unending suffering in eternity. To me, that's a blasphemous, diabolical doctrine. So I know that those passages are there in Revelation, but you have to go all the way to the end. Because in the end, the gates are not shut and people continually flood through the gates. And it says that all the nations are going to bring their glory. I, I don't know what that means, but I think there's going to be so much culture and, and this false, this false, idolatrous, inclusivity thing that we're doing, the diversity thing we're doing. It's, it's trying to do it in our own strength according to man's wisdom and not God's. Uh, it's going to be so glorious in heaven. And it's, what I'm beginning to see too, although I, Liam's like right now in my life, he's the first face that I want to and need, I feel like I need to see. And I felt like that. But the more that Jesus has revealed himself to me, the more I feel like, oh, man, uh, Jesus is going to be the first person. But I think it's just such a bigger picture than all our loved ones, too. (laughs) the, The possibilities are endless, and I've said that on a previous podcast. So reflecting back on my grief journey, my mourning, and mourning is hard, hard work. Where I am right now, four years later, full of joy and hope and anticipation, is not where I was. <laughs> One month, two months, five months, six months, even a year into it. But now, I've come to believe God is bigger and greater and the, the new heaven and the new earth and the trajectory that we're on and what we're going to experience with our loved ones in new and wonderful ways is is going to it's going to put so much to rest and paul said that the sufferings that we go through in this life are not worth comparing of the glory that will be revealed in us so that's kind of where i'm at 4 years later and like i said it would, uh, i didn't get there overnight and I still have my bad days, but my, my, my joy is, is sitting down on top of the grief. And uh, just yesterday or the day before, um, I broke down. You know, I, was in, I just got out of the shower and all of a sudden it just hit me and I bawled. But the, the crying is good. There's, there's crying in the tears. So my reflection four years later is one, I hear echoes of eternity, and, and two, is that I did feel some of the, the stuff in my body uh, of the grief, and 
And three, the hope is more alive than it has been in previous years. So I hope that encourages you and help if you're early on in this journey. I, I pray that you would hear my voice, that if you ever saw me in person, you would see me smile and know that that could be you, that there is beauty on the other side of this grief and mourning. Um, I want to encourage people. I, I plan on going to, I haven't been to Compassionate Friends support group. I, I went a couple times and I've gone much more to the suicide support group. But the, the Compassionate Friends it just a lot of things didn't work out, but I, I, I want to go. And one of the things I want to do is just listen and, and, and really witness other people's pain and listen to their story because that, that helped me. And if I do get to talk, and I, I really don't want to unless I know that I'm supposed to, that I'll help somebody in that room, if I do get to talk or that they see me smile four years into it, that they, they will get hope, that they can make it through this, that God can bring them through this, that God can walk them through this. Because everybody can, because you really don't have a choice. <laughs> and and God, is, God is good. God is good. So thank you for listening to the, the Men of Sorrows podcast. If you have any insight or input, you can, you can email me. Um, if you want to come on as a guest or you know somebody that might want to come on as a guest, you can come on. Um, I have some guests lined up for the summer, and I'm looking forward to presenting some more, even if they're just 10, 15-minute meditations of hope. Next week, I want to explore Richard Rohr's teaching on human suffering and evil in the world. I think it might be helpful to some. So God bless you and remember God's, God's for you, not against you. He's always with you. His grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And nothing, nothing in all creation, not even death, can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you again for listening. Today's podcast was sponsored by TGB Web Media. It's a New Jersey SEO company that gets results. It's one of the top ranked web designers and WordPress web design in New Jersey. And they service people all over the country. TGB Web Media. All the information is in your show notes, if you need consultation about your website, consultation about boosting um, Google results, or you need someone to build your company's website, reach out to TGB Web Media, and their information is in the show notes. those who feel that they've gone too far.
to receive forgiveness from the living God. To those who feel that they're too far astray, to let God show them a brand new day. There's one thing that you need to know, that there's no place that you can go, that God can bring you back to Him, that He can forgive your sin. When you come to Him, the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in His wings. There's healing in His wings with the salvation. To the prostitute that has been abused, feels like a worn out pair of shoes, feels too dirty to come to Christ, always doubting his blood can make her white. Well, there's one thing that she needs to know, that's the blood of Jesus makes her white as snow. And when she comes to him, cleansed from all her sin, the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. Yeah, he won't come to judge you. Won't come to condemn you. Yeah, he will never hurt you. He wants to arise within you with healing in his way. Yeah, The drug addict who is lost in space Feels like his life is a total waste Feels like a disgrace And to every sinner in the human race Hiding behind some phony face You need to know God's grace the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in His wings. He's got healing in His wings. He won't come to judge you. He won't come to condemn you. He'll never hurt you. He wants to arise in you. With healing is Healing. Healing.